Welcome to the Reimagine You Lab podcast. This is the space and place to learn, test, and try and say goodbye to doubt and delay. I am your host, Michelle Gines, the Reimagined Scientist. And today I am here with Aria Cobb, who is the author, speaker, educator, right there in Dallas, Georgia. Welcome, Aria. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Michelle. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I am doing fantastic. And Aria, you know, here in the lab, we are all about and I'm talking about dealing with change and all the different types of change. My life the last year has been nothing but change. <laughs> so I am thankful that you have joined me today. And, you know, as we kind of get into the conversation, and I believe that change is just a choice. There's any time we want to reimagine anything in our lives, we're just making a choice about it right right so one of the things that you have mentioned as we were as i was asking about hey tell me aria some of the change that has that you have dealt with over the course of your life and one of the things that you mentioned was michelle when i was 18 listen i moved 800 miles away from home and so i was like what so tell it tell us a, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me what was that experience like? 18, 800 miles away from mom and daddy. What was that life like? Well, the the funny thing is that I have well I had three older older sisters, an older brother and one younger brother. But there's 15 years between me and my youngest brother. So I had been the baby forever. And there's 12 years, me and my oldest sister, you know my oldest sister, Elonia. There's 12 yeah. years between the two of us and three siblings. Okay. But it was known that when she went to college, I would be the next one to go. Like <laughs> the three, the three in the no middle. Doubt. We knew they were gonna do their own thing and that I would be the next one to go to go to college. As the time grew closer, I had already made up my mind that I was going to Atlanta, Georgia for college. And myself and my girlfriend, Tiff, we had devised a plan. We were going to be Clark girls. That's okay. what we had decided. And the only two schools I applied to were Clark Atlanta and Morris Brown College, both mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Tiffany and I had looked up schools that had interest in what we both were interested in. And those two schools fit the bill. Okay. Well, as you know, time was nearing, senior year was going on, I had received acceptance letters but um from i received my acceptance from clark atlanta and my father kept saying you haven't received anything from that school that loney went to elonia went to mu which was uh -huh. about two hours away from home and i kept saying no i didn't i didn't get anything but what he didn't know was that i never applied to mu <laughs> because i knew that if i applied I would likely get accepted and that he would try to force that on me. Yes. That's where he would try to lean on me to go. But I felt like it was my time. It was my decision and that I needed to make what I felt was the best decision for me. Yes. But I knew that in doing that, I still had younger siblings at home. My father had remarried by this time and she mm -hmm. had two kids that she had brought into the marriage. Plus they now had my little brother. So right. I knew that they had a full household to take care of. So this was a big decision that I was making. And again, a choice that I was choosing and that if I was choosing to move 800 miles away, 
I was going to have to put my big girl pants on and <laughs> figure out how to make this work. Right. And so, although it was a little scary, I, I felt better having Tiffany with me. And it definitely was not easy, but it forced me to grow up. And I knew that I had a point to prove. And I, I wanted to prove, not, not to my family, it was for myself. I wanted to prove to me that I could do this, that I could take care of me. I could stand on my two feet. I could go through and deal with whatever was thrown at me and I could make it work. And I think that what I learned more than anything was that although I had grown up in the church since I was a little kid, I felt like up to that point, my relationship with God had been like by association. I had a relationship with God through my dad, but I really got to know him when I moved 800 miles away. (laughs) It was like, it was time to lean on him for myself and really get to know him. And, and all this, all these things that I had learned and had been saying, I had Mm -hmm. to start experiencing them and walking in them for myself. And it started like from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. No, you know what? I think, I think that's good. As a matter of fact, Aria, it's funny that you say that because I have a daughter who this is her this year or last May or last August was her first year of college. And she, like you, knew that she wanted to be 800 miles away from home. Like she wanted to. She was like she was looking at schools all the way in Hawaii. She was looking (laughs) at Alaska. She had looked in Arizona. There was nothing. As a matter of fact, she had applied to like she did not apply for anything in Kansas City at all. Like she didn't want to be nowhere even close to home. Like all of the like students at her school were looking at was like in the Kaufman program, mm-hmm. students, Mizzou, KU, K-State. None of those yeah. schools were like all of that was completely irrelevant. The A plus program, uh-uh. Nothing. She was like, no, mom, I have no interest whatsoever in being anywhere near home. And so it turned out that she ended up going to the University of North Texas and her sister, she does have a sister that goes to Texas Women's University. And so they both, they're both in, in Denton, Texas. It turns out, okay. listen, God can make some stuff happen. I don't, I don't, it only had to be God that they ended up being together, but she was clear. She, it was, she was very clear about, I don't want to be nowhere near where, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Cause we about to go to Florida. You can be as far away, you can go wherever you want to. But but I like that, but I like that about the attitude that you had. You were like, you know what? Hey, I wanna do this. I wanna go. I'm not even gonna apply to Mizzou. And and when I get to Georgia, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I'm in good shape and I'm gonna be able to take care of myself. And that's the attitude that you had. So no, I think that's awesome. So tell me this: when you were one of the things that you said, I had a, had a um, I wanted to be able to prove to myself that mm-hmm. I could make it. And so when you're when you're thinking about proving to yourself, because sometimes people get into I want to be able to prove to other people. But what was it about wanting to prove to yourself that you could make it? Kind of talk, talk, lean in a little, kind of help us understand what that was for you. Why did you feel like you wanted to prove to you? What was that all about? Well, I mean, for me, self-validation means Mm -hmm. more than anything. Yeah. There's no, no secret to anyone who knows me that I'm a daddy's girl, one, 
and that my oldest sister has always been my shero. So yeah. those two people, what they think and what they mean, what they think has always meant the world to me. Like mm -hmm. that's that's like no secret at all. But outside of that, like it's always been about can I do this for me? Because I have to look at myself in the mirror and mm -hmm. I have to say, did you do what you needed to do for you? And so yeah. it's like, I don't want, I don't, I've never wanted to disappoint them and I've never wanted to disappoint myself. And I, I wanted to, like, I, I had some things that I wanted to achieve. And, you know, I think we all have a, a, a story. We all have the, these dreams and aspirations mm -hmm. of how we wanted things to go or want things to go, how mm -hmm. we think they could go. And then because of choices we make, the line doesn't always look the way we thought it was going to look. Sometimes yeah. it's the choices we make. Sometimes it's because God has other ways. But mm -hmm. either way, no matter how it goes, it's can you look yourself in the mirror the next day yeah. or later that day and still say, I still like that person. Yeah. And so that's basically what it is for me. Can I continue to look at myself and say, Hey, I still like, I still like that person. I still like who that person is. And I still want to give that person a fighting chance because yeah. every day that you get up is another day, another 24 hours mm -hmm. to try again. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that was the, that's my whole thing about wanting to prove for myself. I definitely had struggles in the years that I've been in Georgia. It's definitely not been easy. After the four years, they expected that I was going to move back home. And when I was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm out of school, but I'm not coming back home. They couldn't believe it. My sister had a stranger call me, a business person that she knew, just called out the blue one day. I was like, so why are you not going home? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> And then after our conversation, after we talked, she called my sister and was like, leave that girl alone. She has a plan. <laughs> She is executing it, let her bump her head, but she's she's working it out. And so yeah. I, I went on and I went to grad school and, and things were, you know, things were tough, but I kept telling them when I make it, it'll mean more to me than if yeah. you all give it to me or if you mm -hmm. all help me every step of the way. Yeah. And so it's it's definitely not been easy and it definitely, the path wasn't laid out the way I dreamt it and wrote it up when I was yeah. in eighth grade sitting in science and, and and English writing letters back and forth to my girlfriend Tiff. However, it's my story and I've been the author of it every step of the way. Yeah. You know what? The path never is ex exactly linear. You know, I mean, it's never exact the way that we, we all write it out, but, but like you said, it is our story and we get to craft it and we get to work, we get to walk it out. And at the end of the day, it's our lived experience that we get, the, that we get to tell the story and we're happy with it. And like we get to, we do get to look at the person in the mirror and, and we're happy with who we see there. And that's a great thing. You know what? One of the things that we always that I always want people when they're tuning in to the podcast is being able to take away good, sound, practical advice and things that they can, you know, that they can use, those tools that they can use. And one of the things that you said that you like to share with people is change for you and not anybody else. Kind of share what share what you mean by that. When so many times people try to do what other people want them to do. My father wanting me to go to MU. 
that's not where I wanted to be. Or when I was in college, I saw so many people who were in majors that their parents thought was the best fit for them, not majors that they really had an interest or a love for. And when you do things that other people want you to do, you you live in a state of unhappiness. And people may try to usher you towards things that really are the best choice for you. But if you're not ready for it and you go towards that thing before you're ready for it, then you end up messing things up. But when you change or readjust yourself because you know that you're ready, you're ready for that change, you're ready for that difference, you'll feel it and everything in you will align with that. And so my thing is just about doing things that feel right for you, not for those people around you, you know, doing things that make you happy, not because this, the, the next person said that it felt right for them. Right. Being your true and authentic self and not trying to please everybody else in the room because you'll never make 100% of the people happy 100% of the time. And that's in your own family, in your own house. You know, I live with my husband and two boys. No, nobody, no, all four are never happy about the dinner selection. All four are never happy that we're going this this kid played this for all for like you're never gonna make we went to the movie everybody didn't like this movie that we saw it's not gonna happen and you will drive yourself crazy trying to please 100% of the people 100% of the time but sometimes you have to focus on you sometimes it's okay to be selfish <laughs> and you yeah. have to realize when that time is yeah, no, I think, no, that's all good. That is all good stuff. All good stuff. All good stuff. All right, so I'm going to throw some words out at you. This is just, this is what I call rapid fire. So I'm going to throw some words out at you. And you just, the first thing you think of, I just want you to respond. All right. <laughs> Sound good. <laughs> all right. Sound good. Okay. All right. So experience. Lessons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Okay. Fear. Change. All right. Um, money. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> Power. Oh, respect. <laughs> God. Mm, All knowing. Yes, yes, yes. Faith. First. Yes, 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 yes. Command. You said what? Command. Command. Uh, promise. Okay. And reimagine. Mm, every day. Every day. Girl, listen, that's what I say every day. Reimagine every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Rhea, I want to think, I feel like we just don't have it. We never have enough time <laughs> to get everything in. What else would you like to say or share? I don't, I don't want to even close down before we get, if there's, I don't want to leave anything 
off the table that needs to be presented or shared before we wind up, before we wind um, up this episode? I would just like to leave your your listeners with always believe in you. No matter what you're going through, no matter how you're feeling, no matter what is going on around you, always believe in you. Oh, Maria, that's good. That is such good stuff. That's such good stuff. And so true. I I wanted I want to thank you. And you guys, thank you for tuning in today. This has been the Reimagine You Lab Podcast with your host, Michelle Gines, who is the reimagined scientist called to create, collaborate, and cultivate you. And so I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode with the Aria Cobb, who is the author, speaker, educator, extraordinaire, right there in the wonderful Dallas, Georgia, who has stopped into the lab today, who came and, and just, you know, dropped dimes on us, which well, I always appreciate. And she will be back, be listening in and expecting to hear from this girl again, because she's got way so much, so much inside of her that I just, I just like to pull on her every chance I get. But make sure that you tune in, subscribe, please share this episode and others with those that you know that could like, that want to and need to reimagine their lives and we will look forward to seeing you guys here again so thank you for joining in aria thank you for being with us and i look forward to talking to you again soon thank you for having me all right be blessed bye-bye you too